0: I'm Ari Medlin here with Rachel Pauley and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer podcast. We are on episode 39 and this week we're going to do something a little different. Because we're kind of two days away from Christmas we thought what the heck let's do a Christmas tag and if you don't know what that is it's where we ask ourselves random Christmas questions just for the heck of it. Before we begin don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show and if you enjoy our episode please give it a like. Please. Okay, we're gonna start off with a nice easy one. I say that while I'm trying to think of the answer already. What is your favorite Christmas movie?
1: White Christmas. I don't
0: even know that
1: one. Really?
0: Is that like a classic? Is that like a Casablanca kind of level yes. classic? Oh, yeah, I've never heard of that. I've never seen that.
1: No. Sorry! Who's in it? Oh crap. I should have looked this up before. <laughs> Please hold. <laughs> I'm gonna drink my tea. That's who it is. Go on. Bing Crosby. Oh, all right, Danny Kay. All right, this is your homework. You need to watch White Christmas.
0: Is this like where the song White Christmas came from? Is it from the movie? Yes. Is it? Oh, because yeah, when when you said Bing Crosby, I thought, oh yeah, I know, I know that name, and I know the song. I didn't know there was, was a movie.
1: Yeah, no, it it is a movie. It came out in 1954.
0: Also, oh, you went old school.
1: Yes, I did, and this is. This is the movie that I put on every year when I wrap my Christmas gifts. It's a mini tradition I have with myself.
0: I feel really bad now because like, my favorite Christmas movie is like, Die Hard, which is technically a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. It's been class- categorized as that for a long time. But if I'm, if I'm being honest, as well as Die Hard, I, I do like, um, what's it called? Shit. I, only <laughs> I, only, I only watched it like, Two years ago, and it has become a favorite. Arthur Christmas is an animated one. Haven't seen that one. Haven't seen. That.
1: Oh. I know. I think I know what you're talking about, though. But I don't think I've seen it.
0: Yeah, we well, see. There you are. There's your homework. You need to go watch Arthur Christmas. Do I know what it is? Arthur Christmas. It's got Hugh Laurie in and other people I can't remember.
1: Oh, oh, this one. Yeah, no, I've never seen it. <laughs> But I did I, I have heard of it at least. So I have something going for me. All right. Well I'll I'll do that. I'll watch Arthur Christmas and then watch you watch White, White Christmas.
0: Christmas. Yep.
1: And we'll compare notes <laughs> later. That that'll be the Patreon bonus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do reviews of each other's movie.
1: So. Yes. <laughs> but speaking of White Christmas,
0: Ari, have you ever had a White Christmas? I have. It was years ago i was quite young and i have no idea of the year to be fair i rarely know the year normally so that's not a big surprise but i do remember we'd had a really bad winter for a long time and it was like oh my gosh is it gonna is it gonna and i remember my grandma said it's too cold to snow which seemed to be a thing back then that older people said that made no sense yeah so we did end up having um, a really heavy white Christmas. I remember going out into the garden and making snow animals because I didn't make snowmen, I made snow animals like foxes And we, we have a photo of a, of a kangaroo that was made years before that as well On a, not on a Christmas but on another time so yeah I do remember we had one. There may have been more but I only have a memory of one because it was like this huge excitement and then you go out the front of the house and all the neighbours were coming out I'm like oh my gosh it's snowing on Christmas because apparently we all get really excited over the really odd things. <laughs> I love that though, making snow animals. That's
1: adorable. <laughs> you need to have the right snow for that though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it, like sometimes it's just way too fluffy that you, you can't even make snowballs out of it.
0: Oh no, no. No. It was it was a decent, decent level of, of thick, perfect snow. And then it took forever to go as well. So like all the snow animals were just kind of like deformed for a very long time oh, before God. they went away. <laughs> What about you? Have
1: you one? Oh, yeah. I, I have had plenty of white Christmases. Unfortunately, the past couple of years, I don't think we've had that many white Christmases. I think we've been getting most of our snow later and later, like February and sometimes March because climate change. But yeah, when I when I was a kid, I, I had plenty of white Christmases and it was always an exciting time because then my cousins and I would go out and we'd we'd be out building snowmen and snow angels and having snowball fights and just running around and eating snow. Uh, but, but see, now that I'm older, I'm not a huge fan of snow. I like it. I think it's pretty, but I'm not a huge fan of the cold either. So I do like it when it snows, when I get to stay home. So on Christmas day or the day after Christmas, that That's like my day to relax. I love it when it snows because then I can just curl up on the couch with a blanket and a cup of coffee or hot chocolate and just read a book or play any new video games that Santa got me or anything like
0: that. I have to say I stopped enjoying the snow and the ice when i became a driver (laughs) yes yeah and and when i had to start working because sometimes in the companies i used to work for we would have to work through christmas like so we may get christmas day off but like between christmas and new year we'd have to work or right up to christmas eve and if you had snow or ice and you had to drive to work uh, you know, you you've soon, you soon learn that snow and ice are not your friends and you don't like them. But yeah, staying in the house where it's warm and looking at it through the window, look, it's so pretty, brilliant. Totally fine. Oh yes, yeah. But if you gotta go out, uh, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question three. Who would you like to be under the mistletoe with? I have to be brutally honest
1: on this one, because I have no idea that, like, I have too many fictional crushes. So it's really hard to pick one, but when you initially asked that question before we started recording, and you wrote it down, the first person that popped in my head was (laughs) Spider-Man from the Marvel movies. And I'm like, he's, how old is he, 18? Like, is that appropriate? I think, (laughs) I think, I thought it was (laughs) Joker. I didn't know, I'm like, is that even appropriate? But he is my favorite Marvel character, and I mean, Tom Holland, I mean, come on. (laughs) If I had to choose somebody, uh, see, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. But that was the first person that popped in my head, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with it.
0: I find that really funny because the first person I thought was in the Marvel Universe as well. <laughs> <laughs> and it might have just been because I've been binge-watching uh, all the Marvel movies. And obviously, especially the Marvel movies, they have all the celebrities, all the good celebrities. Yes. And that, and, I, and the first thing I'm like, oh, it could be this person, this person, this person, this person. So, but yeah, I think the first person I thought was like, was like, I forgot his name. <laughs> 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 wow, that's just bad. <laughs> it was Chris Hemsworth. Chris oh, Hemsworth oh, yeah, as Thor. But I also I do kind of I do kind of like Chris Pratt as Star Lord. Yes. And yeah. Chris, Chris Evans Chris. as Captain
1: America. I mean, just so Chris Chris Evans, <laughs> I mean, that was my other choice. Spider-Man, Chris Evans as Captain America, or uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, damn,
0: yeah, I forgot about
1: him. He's um, really hot, too. There's going to be a queue under the mistletoe. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to have them all line up. And, <laughs> like, okay, Ari, you can have these ones. I'll take these ones. And, oh, and Black Panther, too. We can't forget
0: Black Panther. Oh, yeah. And I'll so, forget about
1: him. So so passed away. I was devastated, I was like, no! I I woke <sighs> up that morning and, like, I rarely do this. I rarely go on my phone, like, when I wake up in yeah. the morning. But for some reason that morning, I laid in bed and I grabbed my phone and I went immediately onto Twitter and I saw that. And I, I woke my sister up. I started crying. And I was like, Kristen! <laughs> and she was – she's not a good waker-upper. And I told her the news and I just, like – Put her in a mood for the rest of the day, and I was like, "I'm so sorry, but I had to tell somebody."
0: That's, I was I was still off Twitter at that time, but I actually snuck on, and I was reading all the comments and thoughts and oh. like condolences that people were giving, and it's just it was such a shock. Such a it, shock. it was, yeah. He was great, though. I loved him. He was. It's a pity he didn't get to do a second movie. I As know. His own, a second, obviously, he was in the Avengers and everything, but like a second movie for Black Panther. Yeah, he he was fabulous. Oh, brilliant. Oh, sort of by segueing into just powerful <laughs> Back
1: to Christmas! Back to Christmas. And, like, totally random. How
0: good are you, you at wrapping presents? Brilliant. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. My, my mother was a very crafty person. <laughs> crafty. Oh, oh a wow. very A very crafty person. And she taught us how to um, wrap presents, like, when we were really little. To, like, hide the sellotape. Using double-sided sticky tape. I know how to... Um, You know, like we use scissors and you get ribbon and you sort of curl the ribbon. I learned how to do that when I was like seven. So oh yeah. I I am I am like shit hot Uh, Uh, present wrapping I don't like I don't do it (laughs) but I know how to for the first few years when I learnt that I I really enjoyed wrapping presents and then as I got older and had more responsibilities and less time I was less and less inclined to sit there beautifully wrapping presents and putting bows on and and curling ribbon and now people are lucky if they get something that's not just in a paper bag (laughs) staple, because I don't have time for this stuff but I can really wrap presents well. That
1: is amazing and you're gonna have to do a tutorial on that at some point because for me, compared to your answer, I was gonna say I'm in the middle, but compared to your answer, I'll say I'm pretty terrible at wrapping (laughs) presents. Every year when I do it, there will always be one present that is really, really well wrapped and then I can't recreate it. Everything else just looks like a bundle of wrapping paper that was just thrown over a box.
0: And that's it <laughs> i give you i'm gonna throw out a, a christmas tip right a bit late 23rd of december but <laughs> i gonna keep you anyway i've seen so many people try and like wrap a box present and they've not got enough wrapping paper like there's just there's a strip that just doesn't fit the problem is they keep trying and then they'll kind of like hack at it or what you do is if you've got like a square or a rectangle piece of, of wrapping paper and you're just trying to pull the sides up turn the box saw so that the, one of the flat sides is facing a corner of the wrapping paper, not the edge, and then wrap that way, and you'll be surprised how much more paper you actually have, and you will cover the whole part nine times I side.
1: have actually seen that. I've yeah. seen that on Pinterest, and hey. the thing is, it only works for, like, boxes.
0: Oh, yes, yes. And,
1: like, square, like, because I tried to do it with something else that was an obnoxious shape, probably not the brightest idea to start with that and it didn't work, and I was disappointed. But with boxes, yes, that that is a good tip.
0: I have to say, why are you trying to wrap weird shaped things? Why don't you put them in a box and then wrap the box? That's another hack. (laughs) Uh, it depends on what i have available
1: if i have a an odd shaped thing i will sometimes just stick it in a bag with tissue paper but if i can't find the right size bag or i just have wrapping paper with me and i'm too lazy to go down to the basement and get a bag i'll just kind of i'll just drape the wrapping paper over and with lots and lots of tape and then just say hey it's a challenge. If you really want that Christmas gift, you gotta figure out how
0: to open it. They will be in tape, all in tape so they can't yes. see it. It's like that, you have to dig yep. through. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, talking of presents, do you prefer to be surprised by your presents or are you like a sneaky peeker who peeks at presents or rattles them under the tree? I am the obnoxious one in my family and I'll peek. <gasps>
1: I, I don't actually peek. I shouldn't say that, but it drives my family nuts when I hound them about what they got me. So a lot of times, whenever they put the presents under the tree, I'll go over and I'll start shaking them and things like that. And I'll start guessing. And it's not even, I, I would prefer to be surprised, but it just bothers them if I nag them about it. So that's why I
0: do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to bet I don't peek now. <laughs> Mainly because I've got to the point where I'm like fine without presents. I, I I just I just think more more things to open and and find space for in my house, and we yeah. don't have that many cupboard space or shelf space, so I don't have the same excitement for presents anymore. But when I was little, I didn't peek or, or shake them under the tree. I hunted for presents that were not been wrapped yet, because that was that bad. Because my mother was the sort of person who would buy Christmas presents, you know, starting in January and just buy them throughout the year and, like, they'd be hidden around random places in the house. So I would go on, like, treasure hunts to try and find, you know, like, opening old suitcases, bags of, of winter clothes and dig in because there would probably be something hidden. And every now and then I'd, I'd, I'd find something. And I'd be like, ah! And then it would never turn up at Christmas. And we found out years later that sometimes my mother would hide presents and then forget that she'd hidden them. So then they would just be
1: there for ages yep no my mother does the same thing like years later she'll pull something out of her closet and she's like oh here this was for so and so for Christmas like six years ago I'm like what What?" with candy too she does that with candy she'll buy candy and she'll to put in our stockings or something and she'll tuck them away in her closet and then like a couple of months later she's like oh by the way Merry Christmas (laughs) here you go I forgot to put this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my sister actually, she used to uh, put my presents in the trunk of her car because I couldn't get to them that way. Ever. A lot of, like, if she didn't, if she ordered something from another store that's not Amazon and it would come in the branded box or with, like, branded packing tape on it, she knew that I would automatically know what it is. So she used to just hide everything in her trunk, <laughs> <laughs> which was a good spot. That's quite. I would never think to look at somebody's, somebody's trunk. Right. Yeah. And of course, if I can't look in the trunk, if she's not home and when she was home, and if I said, hey, I'm borrowing your keys for a second, then she would know.
0: (laughs) So uh, so last question.
1: Have you ever gone Christmas caroling? I have. When
0: I was a teenager, I actually used to Christmas carol around the hospital and the hospice. Oh, awesome. So yeah, my uncle would arrange it and we would, um, he used to run a little youth group I think one year we went round some normal houses and wasn't really great and then we started going round to hospitals like on Christmas Eve to uh, like the children's wards and like and then there is a hospice connected just round the corner and we started going there too which was intense because when I was that age I didn't know what a hospice was at first. And then we would go in and it was beautifully decorated and, and the nurses that ran it were absolutely wonderful, and all the people there were, were wonderful it was it was hard because some of them were like my age and then when you find out what a hospice is oh, you know you're, you're, it's it's very yeah, but i really I really enjoyed doing it, and it was really well received um that we'd just sort of hang out and we'd have food and it was a really it was a really nice atmosphere it wasn't done for. You know, we weren't sat there caroling for money or anything. We weren't, and thankfully, we weren't destroying any carols. We, I, mean, I think, we, we knew like eight. That was it. So people could request a carol, but it had to be one of those eight. And then we went round, and it was it was actually really really nice that we did that for for several years. And uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was that was my Christmas caroling. And I and I honestly, I can't sing very well, so I don't know why I was invited, but hey, I went anyway.
1: You know what? I always say, if you get a group of people together who can't sing, and they all sing together, it actually sounds pretty nice. I mean,
0: you just drown <laughs> each other out. That,
1: right, yeah. <laughs> but that's, my chair's creaking, hold on. <laughs> but that, that's so sweet that you guys did that, and I think Christmas caroling, it's such a simple task, but I think everybody at one point in their life, they should, they should experience Christmas carol- caroling, because I did it one year. I, th- I think it was just the one year that we did it. And I don't know why it only lasted the one year, but my church, you know, we had the the choir, but then also our organist, she put together a junior choir. So it was myself, my two sisters, and then like all the kids of the church. And that that's some of like the best memories that I have growing up at my church, because every Saturday we would get together at her house for an hour and we would sing songs for a half hour and then the other half hour she always uh baked brownies and we would just have a snack and she always got me apple juice and and we would just like hang out and it was like the greatest thing and so there was one year that we did Christmas caroling and somebody in my church rented this big bus we drove here there and everywhere and I think we went to a hospital or a nursing home I really this was like years ago so I really like don't remember it that well but we did go to a nursing home I believe and we also visited a couple of people who go to my church but they're they're too old or sick that they can't physically attend anymore so we visited them at their houses
0: and it, it was just a nice thing to do
1: Aww. it was a lot of fun
0: yeah I kind of like that I think I think caroling works well like I said like going to like an old people's home in you know, like a care home or a hospital I don't know I I, I think that works really well because people in those places are usually trapped, and then they can't can't tell you out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> I think, especially if they're that like, close to Christmas, that can be quite lonely. And having that bit of Christmas festivity and cheer brought in is quite nice. Whereas if you're like walking around the streets in, near your house, and your neighbours are like, "I'm trying to watch telly, go away." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or they might give you three or five minutes before they start looking at the watch, just very slowly closing the door, on you? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think, I think it's, it's, it's sad that it's a, more people don't do it. Seriously. Right, I know, yeah. As I
1: said, you have to experience it at least once in your life because it really is rewarding. And it's a yeah. lot of fun
0: if you go with the, a good group of people. Yes. Yeah, I think that does. I think if you saw, like two or three people, like, it can be quite unnerving to sit there and yeah. like, bleat out some weird <laughs> carol that you can't always remember the words to. Yes. But, but, I think yeah, if you've got a good group where you can like, if you aren't a great singer, your voice can kind of be swallowed up, so you can like, you know sit there miming it, you know. But yeah, yeah. no, definitely. I would, I would probably do it again, if I was in a big crowd. Right. But, Okay, so that is all our Christmas tag questions. We really hope you enjoyed this festive episode. Feel free to answer some of these Christmas tag questions yourself in the comments or on Twitter using the hashtag Podcast. We'd love to hear your answers. Read your answers. (laughs) If you want to get yourself some extra content, head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash The Merry Writer Podcast. You can support our show for as little as $1 a month and get some extra bonus content. Tune in next week for another episode of The Merry Writer Podcast, which will be the last of the year. And then we'll be starting with a whole new set of of episodes that we're still planning. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) So with that said, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Half Empty Notebooks. We keep buying more. The music, titled Inspired, is by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.